thing coming out. So, all right, hey, uh, welcome to Gopher CEO. We are a YouTube channel that is catering to the small business owner, zero, so startup to 25 million in revenue. I really believe that this space needs the communication, the ability to work with these types of business owners, these CEOs, these founders, these startups, because a lot of the times we're learning from big gurus, people that have built massive, massive businesses. And it was one of the things that was put on my heart as a small business owner myself that has created a business even up to 3.6 million in revenue with the autogenie.com. I felt like there is no voice for this small business owner, this local person, be it man or woman, whatever race, creed or color, we wanna bring these stories to you. So I have the incredible opportunity to bring on Tone. Now, I didn't ask you before, Tone. Is it Tone Fernandez, Anthony, you go by? Which one is <laughs> for the best? You know what? My nickname is Tone. So everybody calls me Tone. Yeah, but you know, okay. it's my actual name is Anthony. Some people call me Tony, but it's, my nickname is Tone. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. You probably have the same thing as me. I'm, I'm Latino, right? John Paul, but uh, you know, those that know me with JP or Juan Pablo. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, so. Well, cool. Well, hey, thank you for coming on. You know, um, obviously I put Legacy Crusaders as CEOs, but I know that you have social media hub. You have a lot of things going on, man. And I really appreciate you coming on, sharing the story. I'm pretty fluid. I don't have like specific questions that I usually come up with. Uh, certainly want to start off with your story initially of kind of what you're doing right now, but where you come from. And we off camera uh, talked a little bit about your one-year-old daughter turning one year in a <laughs> couple of days. So exciting and congrats on that. But tell us a little bit about you, what you're doing in the Chicagoland area. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I grew up on the Northwest side of Chicago. Uh, you know, during a time where there was uh, rough upbringings, rough, you know, just a lot of gang, a lot of different things. Um, but I was lucky because at an early age, at 18, um, I ended up getting a job in sales. I got a job at, at Sprint. And when I worked, started working at Sprint, I fell in love with sales. And it ended up, you know, getting me a job, landing me a job with corporate Verizon Wireless. Um, so I spent, you know, most of my career 10. Can you hear me? Oh, sorry. <laughs> 10 uh, years with Verizon Wireless, um, you know, as a manager oh, wow. and, um, you know, as different things uh, inside of Verizon. Um, I always had side projects, always was ambitious. But um, in 2015, I ended up making a transition from Verizon to State Farm. Um, and I met a mentor, mentor who kind of um, ignited the whole entrepreneurial spirit in me. Uh, so I decided to just really focus on building a business online. Uh, so I went about it, started learning, started growing. And what ended up happening is I started building my legacy crusade business, uh, did really well in, in that business for the first two, three years. And then um, I ended up becoming the go-to person, uh, you know, for, for social media tips. It wasn't a brand yet, but everybody started asking me questions and, hey, how did you, you know, how were you able to get traction out in this state? How were you able to get traction out in California from, from home? And as I started sharing these tips, um, I started to just, you know, create kind of like a game plan. Uh, so last year I decided, you know, I'm going to launch my, you know, my social media lead generation business. And over the last few months, I just been refining it, um, kind of looking at it and saying, okay, how can I help more home-based business owners, small business owners? How can I help them get leads? You know, that's my whole goal. So I kind of honed it down to, you know, a niche within a, a niche within a niche, so to speak, where I just want to specifically help people you know, generate leads using social media. And then that's how Social Lead Hub was created. Awesome. Hey, so bringing back a little bit, you know, obviously 10 years in that kind of a retail, but corporate type space, right? Uh, yeah. You, you made, you cut your teeth. Uh, you're in probably your late 20s, right? 
Uh, yeah. Um, so I started at age 21 and I left about 28, 29, 30 years old. You know, similar thing. Uh, I actually, uh, I had it in a business sense, uh, Nextel business at three retail stores that we started uh, in the mid nineties. Oh, wow. And, uh, it's kind of crazy, right? I'm dating myself a little bit. But, <laughs> um, so, you know, selling pagers and, and accessories and all these things. And I remember that, you know, it's a, it's such a fun environment because you meet so many different people, right? So many different races, so many types of people, but you talked about um, mentorship. So, you know, within that environment, is that what attracted you to State Farm then? I kind of missed that piece. Yeah, actually, I'll explain the transition because uh, I was a manager at the Verizon Bucktown location here in Chicago. And they ended up interviewing this gentleman. And in my head, I'm thinking, this gentleman is super sharp, super ambitious. Like, what is he doing? Like, you know, applying for Verizon. Like, Verizon is a good job, but he was obviously well ahead of, like, what everybody knew. So he came on board, a uh, cool guy, you know, he, he was, I call him my, my, you know, one of my Colombian buddies. Cause he's, he's, you know, he did high school in Colombia. Yeah. I got to connect you too, man. <laughs> so actually, you know, it's funny. Um, I always make fun of him for this. Cause you know, one thing I love about Colombians is they speak the best Spanish, like as far as like, you know, business, <laughs> business wise. Yeah, yeah. So in his interview, he goes, yes. And I speak proper business Spanish, you know, cause a lot of us sometimes don't use the proper lingo. So I always make fun of him for that. But I, this guy became one of my good friends, um, funny guy, um, you know, just down to earth. And he introduced me to personal development. So he was always reading. And, and you know, I was I picked up a book every now and then and I watched the video. But he he really showed me like how you can develop. And, and I was talking to him one day. And he's like, yeah, I have this side business. And he showed me some of his paychecks and he was making like um, on the side a part time job, 60, 70 grand a year. And I'm like, what oh. are you doing? And then he told me, he's like, you know, I'll be honest with you, Tony. The reason I'm, I'm here at, um, you know, here at Verizon is because I'm opening up a state farm insurance, me and my wife. And uh, she's about to transition out of her, you know, her her role as an agent at State Farm. And, you know, I'm just I just need some health coverage. Just need to come here and make a few extra bucks and and we can have some more capital. Uh, long story short, me and him stood connected. Uh, me and him did, you know, business projects together. But when he made that transition and opened up his state farm, I knew I wanted to follow him there. I knew I was taking a pay cut. I knew that, you know, I'll be working mainly for commission. But I think that experience of getting close to him during a time where he's building a state farm office was like, I can't take that time back in my life. So I, what I would learn was more valuable than anything. So I took that leap of faith and I said, you know what, I'm going. And I left uh, Verizon, went to State Farm January 2015. And I learned so much from that experience and that transition. Wow. Well, you know, and, and you hit on a point uh, that I think based on some of the things that you were reading, right, and, and the relationship that you had with this guy, uh, when you saw that vision of being able to work together, you kind of were ahead of the curve, right? And said, in, in the sense that you're following someone that you really uh, cherish and admire, but you're also learning a lot of stuff from them. Uh, so that's really interesting. You know, one of the things with, with Gopher CEO is we're trying to teach the four mindsets of just owning your own uh, even position, right? Uh, you were a, a manager. You know, it sounds like you were really owning that store, right? You ran it like it was your business. Uh, when you when you hired people, you you tried to fight the you know, or find the right people to be in your team. So, you know, take me to now. You, you go into an understudy uh, kind of a role in the State Farm area. I have a, a, a similar background. I, I was in the agency pool in 2004 
ish around there. So we were a lot of things that uh, definitely off camera <laughs> we'll, we'll have a drink on. Um, but so let's fast forward a little bit. You, you, you've got 10 years of, of good retail and, and management experience. You meet a guy that, man, you really connect with. You start doing some things outside of the mindset that maybe you grew up in and the neighborhood and, and you know, God bless our parents. You know, maybe they, they weren't able to teach you all these success principles. Okay. So when do you go, all right, now it's my time to go from understudy, call it an apprentice, to being being the man? Well, um, it, it took me about 10, 11 months where, you know, and, and what cultivated that was I'm working at State Farm and I'm literally doing, you know, three to 500 cold calls a day. I'm getting hung up on. But I started figuring out, like, there's a science to this. You know, you just massively reach out to people and something's going to come through. And what ended up happening was I started, you know, doing these calls and and each call was like, OK, what can I say at the beginning to capture their attention from hanging up? What can I do this? What can I, you know? And so each call was a development for me of how can I psychologically get a result from this? Because these are cold calls. Mm -hmm. And as time progressed, I started having consistent income and I, I got the you know, I got the confidence, it built confidence in me to say, you know what, Tone, you know, this experience was great, but I think I want to move on to kind of doing my own thing because I was only getting older and I wanted to start before I was 30. And, you know, I wanted to have that, that time of where, you know, that first two, three years of, of business, you're, you know, you're struggling, you're getting it off the ground. I need to get that out the way. So when that 10 months came, I crossed that 10 months. I said, you know what, it's time to make that decision. And, you know, I told them, hey, and I was actually going to move to Florida because um, the projects that I was working at different projects at the time, um, you know, they were really hot out there. So I was thinking about just packing up and moving to Florida, um, but I never did that. I ended up staying here and I said, OK, let me build my business here in Chicago. And, and that's what made the transition. It was just seeing that I can do it without having a job to pay me, because when you have a salary, yes, everything's easy. You know that 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 hourly or that salary is coming in. But when everything relies on commission and everything relies on you. It's like, okay, if I can do this, then I know I have the ability to grow my own business. And that, that was the transitional period right there that just built that confidence for me. Wow. And you went really from having a, a, a branch, you know, salary manager wise to zero. Yeah. Um, you then created some formulas, you know, three to 500 contacts a day. I mean, it was, that's brutal sometimes, right? Uh, <laughs> learning that side of things and, and really going through it. Um, you know, there is a sick twisted piece of me that I love that cold call side because yeah. <laughs> you, you get to like meet someone new and people don't realize like, you know, there's such a exhilarating feeling to call someone, connect with them. And then all of a sudden be on the phone for five, 10 minutes with someone sometimes. And you're like, wow, did I just actually call someone I didn't know from Adam <laughs> you know, talked about two or three different things and connected with them. Wow, that's that's pretty awesome, man. So tell me, um, you had a few different projects. It looks like some looks like you've always been kind of, you know, fixating on like, hey, all right, may, maybe this is this is going to work. You've got this main thing going on. You've got some other things. So you, you like to, um, you know, commingle some some uh, some of the activities that you're doing. So what what led to now? I, I've seen you on social. We've kind of been following each other on LinkedIn. We've, we've got some mutual friends with uh, Jay and Maestro. And some other people, um, and and obviously, I think you know. I don't know exactly. So, like, what is your main play right now, and what do you make? How how are you focusing in now to kind of maybe 
uh, break through the next uh, limits? Because you've obviously gotten to a level where you're self-sustaining, but what is the next level for you? So for me, I mean, I, you know, I have two businesses, the Legacy Crusade, which is financial uh, group. Um, the next level for me is, is, you know, we have agents nationwide, um, my girlfriend and I, who, you know, we have a good steady income off of. But the next limit from there is, is, is multiplying that. Um, when it came to that business, uh, I think one of the, the good and the bad is, the good is you do make override, but the bad is I got comfortable. You know, it's called the great seduction when you start making big money <laughs> and, and in a short period of time. And I'm not saying I'm wealthy, but what I was saying is, hey, you make a $2,000 check and then you kind of lay off. So what we want to do there is build a bigger army, obviously. Um, and then as far as my other business, social media, how I'm bringing them together is as I meet individuals who are ambitious, I just ask them a simple question. Hey, you know, what are you looking to do? And usually they'll tell me, I'm looking to start a business. And if they already have an idea, then I just coach them on social media. And if they don't have an idea, then I can help them out with the financial services side. And I say, hey, here's a way to start off so where you can learn the basics. So my goal on the, you know, the financial side is build it as big as possible and, and really focus on that. And then on the social media side is, um, you know, I, what I do there is I have memberships. So I sell memberships to a platform that provides a lot of training that I provide, provides a lot of, um, you know, insight, provides a lot of coaching. So my goal is to get that, you know, as big as possible. So it's just building that distribution, honestly, I think any business, you know, you want to build as much distribution as possible. And right now, because of, you know, the last three years, what I saw went well and what I saw didn't is like now I'm really realizing I'm waking up to the fact that, you know, yes, business is good when you're doing it on your own. But if it requires 100 percent of your time, eventually you're going to burn out. So what yeah. I realized is, hey, let me just build leverage. Let me build distribution and let me just make that my main focus going forward. <laughs> nice. So how much content would you say that you have? How many hours would you say you have? on your um, So I, I have a partnership with. Um, in my own, I have over, I want to say a few thousand hours of my own, wow. but I have a, a pool, a pool of content that I borrow from other um, leaders in home-based business. So if I find, you know, if we find that there's a leader who's doing a, a specific social media tactic that's killing it, well, he's he's joining our webinar. We're recording that, and that's a, a training that we can provide. So we have, mm -hmm. you know, six, seven, eight-figure income earners from small business and home-based business owners that we get tips from. You know, the other day I was listening to a, a girl who's based out of Canada, and she was teaching a, a Facebook um, group strategy that she uses and it, it was so phenomenal that you know she was put on video we recorded it and then some of our members were able to watch that and get ter tremendous value so it's it's mine over a th few thousand hours but then a pool of over ten thousand hours of content that we have available you know so you said a couple uh, neat things right to ultimately there's a lot of us that are entrepreneurial uh but maybe in things that are, are kind of a an individual side of a mindset right so you could be a doctor uh, that's phenomenal, uh, but, you know, un, uh, if you ever break your hands or get in a bad accident, you know, you, your income stops. You know, obviously there's workers comp and some things that you could probably help yourself with, uh, you know, disability insurance and all those good things. But, you know, a lot of people aren't thinking that. So one of the things is to really go for CEO. So um, in this mindset, it seems like collaboration is a big deal for you. Yeah. Um, putting in the right steps, right? So that when people join your membership, you could also be able to give them good content uh, and, and build on that content. And then also 
I ask a collaboration within the actual group itself. Is that is that true? Yeah. 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 So when people come on board, um, they have the ability to collaborate with one another. They have the ability to input their information as far as like what they're doing that's working. So the community that we have is 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 just all about collaboration. And then eventually what we see happens is some of the some of the people who are a part of our community end up becoming trainers themselves just because they they you know they invested the time and energy and money to learn and then what ends up happening they implemented it and then they did good and now they can reteach it that's the whole formula that we have that we have in our program is invest learn teach you okay. invest time money into something you learn it and then you can reteach it and what ends up happening is you know we always tell people the, the how to become an instant authority on social media is you want to reteach stuff that you that you learn. And it doesn't mean that, you know, you're a master guru. It means that, hey, I learned this and I'm going to reshare it with you guys. And what happens is we see people's results in their business go from nobody to they're generating two to three leads a day just as beginners. Wow. So let's go into a little bit of the revenue. I always like to talk to if you notice some of my interviews that I'm posting. Um, revenue, right? Uh, a lot of times, you know, a, as a small business owner, the one thing that people think is like, oh, I need to be making millions of dollars. Okay. You know, and you don't have to go specific, but what kind of gross revenues are you doing in the social media space to be able to kind of give someone a perspective? You've got your legacy crusade. If you want to share with that as well, what kind of, what kind of gross revenues are you developing so that now they understand like, Hey, it took 10 years to kind of create this momentum. You meet a guy, you connect with them. You learn for 10 or 11 months. Now you get that wisdom. You got, you got that desire. Boom. And now a few years later, what kind of revenue are we doing? Yeah. So combined. So what I do is my main business, as far as um, my revenue with um, my significant other, she's anywhere from, you know, minimum, like on a bad month, three to 10,000 on her end. That's where we get all the clients through. And then on my end, you know, now that I'm restarting my social media lead generation and we just created our membership program we're looking at two to three thousand a month starting off now yeah so what we're doing now is but what we're noticing is in the next um the system that we created in the funnel how we created it it's starting to grow so for example i have a one dollar trial going on uh, on my membership program and what we're doing is we're seeing that a trial run is bringing in a mass flood of people in so you know they want to test out the lead generation program so um right now from that trial run we went from having you know one or two three memberships to now we have 10 or 15 20 that are coming in a month wow. so once that trial is over we see who and obviously not everybody's going to continue with the program but sure. now we have from two to three a month who are continuing with the program to, you know, 15, maybe 20 are continuing with it every month. So what we're seeing is, is that exponential growth factor when you decide to bring people on board. And then, like I told you earlier, as far as the as far as the the, the, the legacy crusade, we got stagnant as far as uh, building and we decided to just become how do, how do they say this uh, producers in our industry yeah, yeah. and what ends up happening is you reach like a nine ten thousand dollar check and then you kind of celebrate the great seduction like i was mentioning earlier and then yeah. boom you're down back to two three thousand so what we're implementing there is is we're streamlining the process of getting agents on board and getting them a result faster um that right there is going to put us our goal in the next six months for that business is to be well over six figures in that in that side of the business nice 
So you said uh, kind of nonchalantly there, but sounds like a very powerful person next to you, right? Your your <laughs> other. So let, let let's give her a little a little pub. Um, tell us a little bit about her, how that's going. I know you got the beautiful daughter I, I mentioned at the beginning, uh, and we'll go a little bit personal, and then we're going to end up in the next five ten minutes, kind of just going deeper on some of the significant things that you're doing that are other formulas within business so that people can learn that. So tell us a little bit about her. Yeah. So we met in, in business. Um, she was the top trainer. So when it comes to, uh, you know, financial services, she's the go-to person. Um, she, she hit the million dollar round table in our firm when it comes to uh, submitting million dollars of worth of annuities. Um, so that, you know, that was an extra 30, 40 grand in her pocket just by doing over a million dollars in annuities. Um, you know, when it comes to her brand online, one of the things we have similar is she built her brand. Like one thing she has is a presence online where she does a video, she gets a result, you know, like immediately. And I sometimes get jealous because not everybody has that natural ability, but she yeah. has it, you know, she speaks. So in our, in our firm, other agencies, <laughs> it's funny, use her to go talk to the big clients. So oh, wow. Yeah, you know, when CTA has like, hey, we're, we're having a meeting and, you know, we, we're, we have 30, 40 guys that want to talk. She's the go to person. Mm. So for her, you know, when it comes to business, man, she's a she's a beast. And, you know, uh, my strengths were her weaknesses and then her strengths are my weaknesses. So I'll be honest with you, because I'm a action oriented, I love marketing, even though I'm in the financial services, sitting down and filling out the apps and doing all that client stuff, sometimes it'd be boring to me. <laughs> like, uh, so now I can have her do that. And then what I teach her is the marketing stuff because she also fell for that producer mindset at one point. And I told her, hey, you have an ability to, like you have people who will do what you say on command. And yeah. now, she's, now she's realizing that. So her organization, you know, which is ours, is growing like crazy now. Um, but then on, on the other side, she's an amazing mother of three. She got two older boys from a previous marriage who are, you know, they're baseball. Uh, they love baseball and they're in every tournament, every team out there. And then we have our baby Leilani, who's about to turn one. So she's an amazing mother. Uh, but yeah, we, we complement each other in so many different ways. <laughs> wow. Wow. But I, and I, I know that we have a, a mutual friend in uh, Matt uh, Sapala, right? Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. Sheena. So um, I'm sure that being around them probably has has uh, showcased uh, you know a similar type of couple than what you're exactly you know showing. Yeah, yeah so she was has, she was Sheena's right hand trainer. Uh, she still is for everything. She was there from the beginning. Um, you know when they all the stuff they've done since the beginning with the you know with their company, she's been there the whole time and she was one of their she was the first certified trainer of their team. Wow! Wow! Amazing. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, it's incredible. So, so tell me, um, you know, you, you talked about some of the ways that, uh, that you're kind of putting in the membership platform, right? And we, when we talk about revenue, a lot of people start thinking like, hey, you know, how do I scale it faster? What do I do? You know, is there a break point of how much money I can put into marketing, right? But if you put in a dollar and it brings, you know, 30 cents back, and if you put, if you put in $3 and it brings in two bucks, then there is no stop, right? There's no actual budget. Uh, if, if you agree with me or not, tell me yeah. if I'm wrong. But so what would you suggest to someone that says, Hey, you know what, Tone, I've got 500 bucks. Um, I want to start something. Maybe I'm an artist. Maybe I'm a whoever, right? I want to be a CEO of my own life. I want to be able to do a side business. 
and they have 500 bucks to start with, or maybe even a couple hundred bucks a month to really dedicate to marketing, what would be an approach for them to take to be able to go into that side? Well, before you do anything, invest in an ad, invest in, in, in things like that, because people think that that's their number one step. That's actually not your number one step to, to do. Okay. Your number one step would be, how do I learn to be, to, to be attractive on social media organically first? So I would invest in courses. I would invest in mentorship of how to show up on social media daily. Because what ends up happening is we see people who go for the ads first, but they don't know anything. So a few things happen. They get screwed over by an ad agency. They spend 500 bucks and get one lead, <laughs> you know, if that. Or we see people try to run their own ads. And then what ends up happening is they just completely waste their money because they don't know what they're doing. So what I always tell people is get the basics, learn organically. Because organically, like, for example, um, I don't know if you guys ever heard of something called copy. Copy is the text that you see on an ad, it's the persuasive writing on there. And if you can do that in an organic post and get a lead, then you know that you're ready to transition to putting ads up. Because what we do before we even get into the ads, and because people think that the ads and spending money on ads is the easy button. Oh, I'll get tons of leads. It's yeah. not. Focus on your organic. So, and when I say organic, I mean if you if you can put up a post that gets shares, guess what? Those shares are now on a whole new networks page. Now, and I'll give you an example. One time I uh, put a post up, a video, you know, very, uh, it, it was very purposeful video about, you know, retirement, about this, that. A gentleman that I met at a Grant Cardone event um, ended up sharing my video. His cousin ended up reaching out to me and we became friends. She ended up watching another video of mine and became a client of mine. That was wow. a little over of a, you know, 50, 60 grand. And that was an organic lead that I got from content. So the first thing we do is just invest in you, invest in your identity. Because when you show up, you know, let's say you do run an ad and it gets a lead. Well, when the person gets on the phone with you and you're not who you portrayed to be or you don't even come close, they're going to be like, oh, wow. Yeah. You know what? On second thought, <laughs> yeah. so invest in you because. It, you know, that's, that's, what's going to grow. And then, or all the other stuff, that stuff, the ads and everything, that stuff will come with it. Kind of like what you're doing now with your YouTube channel, you're growing this organically, which I guarantee you, this is going to get tons of traction on social media. Boom. Now in the future, you can run an ad on this video, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. No, great feedback, man. I mean, and, and look, uh, obviously one of the things with a small business owner is that you're always struggling with all the hats that you have to wear, right? You don't have the type of income to uh, bring on a marketing person, bring on a, a CFO, right? Bring on a, a uh, you know, whatever banker, someone to be able to help you with all these different things, sales. So, you know, I, I love that you said that, that you're working on the identity first, you're working on how to put yourself out there. You know, it seems like this membership really brings a lot of value. Um, you know, I, I, I'd probably, um, I guess, make the analogy of, uh, a health club membership, right? The, the health club <laughs> membership is only as good as you use it, right? Um, and all these memberships are, are only as good as you use it. So it sounds like, and, and am I getting it right? Is it Social Media Hub, right? Social Lead Hub. Social Lead Hub, sorry. So Social yeah. Lead Hub. So look, guys, I mean, Social Lead Hub, you're talking about a guy that over the last 10, 15 years has refined himself, has polished himself, has brought things to the table, you know, is, is growing a beautiful family on a personal side, but at a business level, he took the time to learn corporately some things. 
He saw inside himself a seed of greatness. He attached himself to someone that already had gone to the next level of some things, learned from them, and then 10, 11 months later, started to blossom into his own business. Uh, so it's an incredible, incredible uh, avenue. So tell us a little bit about, in this ending, uh, you know, let's take about another three, four minutes. Tell us a little bit about kind of where, not only that you're going, because you kind of shared that, but where you believe um, you can bring the most impact if someone says to you, hey, I want to be a part of your network. I want to be a part of your membership. And, and how can I, on a, maybe on a daily or weekly basis, um, do something to impact the whole group? Yeah, yeah. So how we impact people is it's in a, in a holistic approach. And when it comes to them personally, you know, I know we have the financial side and we have all this other stuff, but it's with them specifically. The first thing we do is work on their mindset, you know, going into the deep abyss of their mind and figuring out why, why are you not getting results? You know, I've been there myself. I've had situations where there was mental blocks. So the first thing we do is, is eliminate those mental blocks because a lot of us have limiting beliefs that have been there since childhood. So, you know, we go through those sessions where, you know, basically we teach you how to overcome those limiting beliefs because I can teach you all the social media strategies, but if you can't get past the limiting belief, you're going to have negative self-talk, man. You know what? I, that can't be me on stage. That can't be me generating $20,000 a month, 30,000 a month. That, and what happens is all the information I give you is not going to do anything. So we basically go with that. The second thing is DMO. I always talk about this. This is a, this is the number one thing is we teach people how to have a daily method of operation just because when you're transitioning from a job to business, your job tells you hour by hour what to do and you almost don't have to think about it. You're just like, oh, you want me to do this? Oh, you want me to do that? But when you're in business, there's so many things that can distract you, especially if you're working from home or small business, you got Facebook here, you got this there. So the number one thing for successful people as we teach you is, is we're almost like there every day coaching them side by side. How was your day yesterday? Okay, how many, okay, how did your audience grow? And what we do is we work with them in three phases. The first one is, you know, building, building an audience. Once you build an audience, the, we can numerically see how big your audience is growing. And the reason why we do that is there's two ways. The content you put out there is attracting the right audience. And then number two is, you know, the you're out there adding people in your target market. So we teach people how to build. For example, you know, this video is going to be on YouTube. If, if I were coaching you, I would say, hey, let's look at the subscribers from the point where you made that decision to say, yes, I'm going to start growing my YouTube channel to now. OK, you know, let's let's incrementally grow that. Um, the second one is engage. Engaging with your audience can mean going on Facebook groups. It could be posting content. Um, it can be, you know, commenting on people's posts, how to properly show up and engage on social media. And, and when it comes to the content, we teach you how to post stuff that creates curiosity, that adds value, that's lifestyle, and, and that gets people interested in what you have to offer instead of pitch, 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 pitch all day. Um, and then we teach you how to sell. You know, what is your mechanism of selling? Is it, um, is it jumping on a phone call? Is it face-to-face? -face? Do you have maybe a product, you know, like a, a, a physical product that you have people buy online and ships to them? Or do you get on a Zoom? And, and, and honestly, I'll, I'll uh, be transparent with you um, right now, because this is something that I learned in the last several months. One of my biggest weaknesses, I knew how to build an audience. You know, I knew how to build, I knew how to engage and I was continuously doing that. 
but my sell, and I don't mean the sales language and closing. It was my mechanism. I was hoping that people would click on these links and sign up. But over the last few months, the reason why we're seeing traction is I said, let's book an appointment. Let's get you on a Zoom. And what happens is my calendar went from maybe two or three appointments with people about social media legion to about, you know, five to 10 a week now. And now that's going from 10 to 15. And it was these calls here. So all you all we do is get the mindset, get the DMO, and we teach them build, engage, sell. And then we revamp that process with them to get them to where they're going. And then if they're in the group and they have and they want to contribute, we have a process where they can become a trainer, they can become a leader. Um, you know, as long as they have they're growing and we see the results, you know, they have the opportunity to share within our private Facebook group or jump, you know, sometimes we even have random people host a, a call, you know, hey, we're hosting our, our wake up call, you know, tomorrow morning. Are you ready? Absolutely. Nice, man. And I when I caught on that, uh, and things are, gentlemen and ladies, things are caught, not taught. Uh, call to action, man. I love what Tone just said there. Call to action, BES, right? And then DMO, you know, sometimes we use all these acronyms, but <laughs> it really is a great way to kind of get in your mind. All right, hey, I got a DMO this one. I got a BES this one. I got a call to action, right? So awesome, man. Hey, thank you so much, obviously, for taking the time. You know, the Go for CEO channel. I want to have you on again because I think sometimes, you know, 30, 45 minutes. I want to have, <laughs> what, I, what I'd love to do is, is and what I'm doing with some of the uh, ones that I've already done interviews is six months to a year later, I want to see where they're at then. Yeah. I think one of the things that, that we're going to do with the Go for CEO brand is really kind of, uh, you know, show that story, right? So yeah. start up, I, I did an interview with Desmond Clark, who's a former uh, Chicago Bear tight end, you know, and he's in the insurance business as well. It's called insurance people, but it's funny, you know, to see his journey and the beginning parts that we did, we keep these at 30, 45 minutes. And then I want to have you on three to six months later and find out where you're at again. So hopefully that culture of, wow, following someone's journey. Cause I think it's, it's, it's a little bit harder for us to relate to at, at the common man level, common woman level, you know, um, when we see someone that's already there, Grant Cardone's and Gary V's and all stuff, they bring hot content, yep. but to see a tone Fernandez in Chicago, one year old and six months, two years, three years later to now see them at three or $400,000. And we're speaking that to into existence. No, <laughs> um, so that is going to be powerful. So Thank you very much, my friend. Uh, Thank you, I appreciate, too, man. Your time. I appreciate you having me. Definitely, definitely. And I will uh, get this edited, get it going, and then uh, get it out to everybody as well. So thank you. All right, brother. You have a good one. All right, Tom. Take care. Bye-bye.